0: Okay, so the other day I put out a post on my social media and kind of on my Insta story where I was asking people, hey, send me your homeschooling tips, like what's working, what's not working, do you like it, do you not like it, how are you making it through the schedule and not one single person, y'all, even responded back. So I was like, either everyone is killing it out there and I am like struggling over here or everyone feels exactly the same the way that I do, and this sucks pretty much. Like, how are we going to do this? And so um, I wanted to give you guys some of my homeschool tips before we get in today's episode. And I haven't hashtagged this episode as of here in the next two seconds, but before I post it, I'm sure I'll come up with a hashtag. So homeschool tip number one for me is this is wake up before the kids. You're going to want to wake up before the kids wake up um, and almost treat it as if you're having to get ready for work or get ready before the kids get up to go to real school. And okay, that didn't come out right. Homeschool is real school. So I have to also tell everyone like my deepest respect for people that have been homeschooling for years because my hat is off to you. It is a lot harder when it is done actually right that people are doing that and doing it with multiple kids. So homeschool is real school. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, like, okay, I don't know where I was going with that. You just need to have a schedule. So tip number one would be wake up before everybody wakes up and have some type of schedule. Now, if you're like me, I'm a planner and organizer. I tried to do this and still I have not mastered it because we have one computer and we're trying to all shuffle around sharing and uploading assignments and watching tutorial videos and answering things online and doing biographies and projects online all these things and so our schedules probably look much different than like your schedule but Nonetheless, it's good to have some type of schedule where you're adding breaks in your day, extracurricular activities such as biking, riding around the neighborhood, getting fresh air, even going for a drive, singing, whatever it looks like. Your mind can run wild to get creative with it. All right. Homeschool tip number two. Um, Cook your kids breakfast like If you're not a cook, I'm not a cook, and I actually hate cooking. And so for me, I have cooked more than ever that I wanted to in my life. Most of the time now, it's three times a day, and I uh, so do not enjoy it. If I have to eat eggs again um, for another day, it's amazing. I think we've already gone through, in the last three weeks, we've already gone through probably over five to six dozen eggs. That's how many eggs we're all eating. Um, but yeah, cooking breakfast for your kids will help wake them up to ready to get the schedule started a little bit faster. Homeschool tip number three. I love this homeschool tip and is actually working well for me. Um, is setting the atmosphere in your kitchen or home or wherever it is that they're meeting regularly to do the homework. You want to set some worship music, set the atmosphere because you have an opportunity to create the atmosphere of really how the day is going to go. So they smell bacon and eggs. The coffee is brewing. Me and one of my other sons have a cup of coffee as we're getting out to work together. And then we just get right down to it. Um, of what's happening for the agenda for the homework. Homeschool tip number four, um, encourage them. If you see them getting stressed out or upset or breaking down that they don't understand, they don't get it. And let's be honest, you don't get it either. um, Take a break, ask them to pull away, get some fresh air, walk away, come back, and then go for it and ask Siri on Google. Copy and paste all the way. All right, so we're going to jump in today's episode, so stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to Straight Talk with Hope. On today's episode, I'm pretty much going to give it to you straight, not just out of the Word of God, but I've had some things stirring on my heart lately since all this coronavirus has been going on. And really, I guess this episode is more for parents, whether you're a mom or a dad or you're married and you're doing life together, raising your kids together, or maybe you're a single parent and you're literally raising your kids alone. So a few weeks back, I mentioned I was kind of in the process of starting to think that I had figured out what all this looked like as we are approaching homeschooling for literally the next two months due to everything shutting down pretty much in the world. And, um, you know, honestly, I wasn't excited. I was like, how am I going to do this with three small children? I have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and about to be a 5-year-old. And so all of them have pretty intensive schedules, extracurricular activities with sports and different things they're involved in. And when all of that shut down, I immediately kind of had a sense of heaviness and a sense of feeling overwhelmed. And usually it takes a lot for me to get overwhelmed or concerned or worried or About any of those things, but nonetheless, I began to process things as I do many times in my mind where I'm like, How am I going to get this done? How am I going to keep a schedule? How am I going to stay organized on top of not losing my sanity by the time my husband arrives home each day from work? And so, anyway, the Lord really dealt with me about not just completing the task and having the busyness of life and chores and tasks to do. But he was like, Hope, this is an opportunity that you not only have to spend more quality time with your kids and them as individuals through their different personalities, but also an opportunity to really engage in who they are as young men and teach them some things some of those things he you know kind of spoke to me like i want you to teach them some natural practical things that you haven't been able to put your time and attention to and then other things was with educationally with schoolwork, and other things were spiritual things and one of the spiritual things that he dealt with me about was about the power of a praying parent like especially if you're tuning in to these podcasts and you know about Jesus or you've heard about Jesus that if you're a Christian, it's probably a good thing that you're gonna want to pray at some point in time in your life. But many a times we get distracted where we don't pray every single day. And sometimes if we are praying every single day, well let's be honest, a lot of us, a lot of us tend to pray uh, the problem versus praying the promise. God says there's these amazing promises that he has, not just for us, but our children and their children and the generations after them that they can benefit from through the power of praying. Anyway, he dealt with me about not just praying for my kids and speaking the right things over them and the promises over them rather than the promise. But he was like, I want you to go back and read that book by Mark Batterson called Praying Circles Around the Lives of Your Children. And this is the third time I've actually read this book. But he was like, I just don't want you to read it. Like, I really want you to dive in and pray and pray daily on it. And so one of the things that I've learned in this book, and it really says it at the very beginning of the book, it says, make sure your heavenly father hears about your kids every single day. Now, if you're kind of like me and you're a mom and you have multiple kids, let's just say that when I talk to God, like I'm pretty open and honest with him. I mean, for one, if we're not open and honest with him, he already knows our minds and what we're thinking anyway. So we might as well confess and be honest with him because he already knows. So. When I talk to God, I'm like telling God the problems. I'm telling God what I'm stressed about, what I'm concerned or worried about, whether it's different things in the natural with my kids or their health or maybe some things they're dealing with educationally or whatever that means. Maybe it's even something spiritually I see in them that I'm like, I'm trying to get this across to you. Why are you not understanding? Why are you not getting Um, What I'm trying to say. And so anyway, like he wants to hear about our kids every single day and he just doesn't want to hear about their problems. Like I said, he wants us to call our kids by their names and actually have them live up to the meaning of their names and speak and declare The things that maybe don't seem like they are changing in a tangible way or an outwardly way when we're looking at our kids or giving them wisdom or insight or correction or discipline or growth moments or whatever that is. But God says that we are to truly just trust in Him. Like God wants to hear about not just our kids every day. He wants to hear the bad news, the good news, the great news about him. He wants us to be completely truthful with him. And, you know, most of the days I have to say like some days I'm like, yes, I'm killing the mom thing. Like parenting is so cool, especially the older they get. And then other days I completely feel like a failure at the end of the day. And I'm like, how am I going to do this parent thing? Or I'm not cut out to be a boy mom or all these different questions and concerns begin to race through my mind. Um, Like, how am I going to be genuine and put my time and attention and focus on them while still providing for them, but still going after the call of God on my life? These are just some internal struggles that I deal with. And I have a regular conversation with the Lord about some of these things and so as I've been taking time to be more intentional to pray and kind of, if you will, hit the reset button on my world as things have kind of slowed down in the process of everything, but also still moving forward in the right direction. Um, the Lord has just really been dealing with me about some of those things and Anyway, I want those who know me best to respect me the most. And the people that know me best are the people that we live with in our homes, um, which are my kids and my husband. And so there are different things that I've seen within myself that I'm like, I really should shape up on that or change that. But can I just say, if you feel like you're failing as a parent or since all this stuff has happened in your world and you're like, It seems like, how are you going to make it? Like, how are you going to come through and be the mom or the dad that God's calling you to be on top of another profession that you're trying to achieve or a goal you're trying to accomplish? Like our worst mistakes at the end of the day can double as our greatest opportunities. And so I'm trying to not just learn from my mistakes as a parent and my failure as a parent, because there are a lot of things that I have failed at personally as a parent in leading or guiding my kids. And one of the things that I'm really quick to do, and I encourage all parents to do this, it's a very humbling process, but one of the things I'm learning to do is that when I miss it in front of my kids, especially during these times when I'm having more time around them to be with them, is to quickly go to them and say, mommy shouldn't have talked that way or acted that way. I'm sorry I was angry or frustrated or grit. to go back and piggyback those things and rather than looking at myself like, I'm a mistake, I'm a failure, how can I do this, but change those things into great opportunities for teaching moments, not just for myself, but also for my kids. And can I just say, you're never going to be a perfect parent. There's no perfect parent out there. I don't care if you're a rock star as a Christian or whatever your profession or title is, Like you're not perfect. You're going to make some mistakes um, in the future that you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I never thought I would be that kind of person or say that or do that as a parent, as a spouse, as whatever. And then there are times when maybe you've already missed it and you're not a perfect parent. But one thing I do know is this, is that even though none of us are perfect parents, that we can be a praying parent. God is in the midst of answering not only our promises when we go before God and we talk about God um, to our kids about the Lord, but as we lift up our kids in prayer, like that is one thing that no one can ever take away from me and not just take away from me, but take away from you. As long as you have breath in your lungs and you have a tongue in your mouth and you can speak and open it, people cannot take away your power to pray over your children. And so I want to encourage you that, As we get ready to cover some things in today's episode that I'm gleaning from and learning from in my life, like not only does prayer cover a multitude of sins, but we need to be teaching our kids um, some of the most important words ever are like, please, sorry, thanks. Because those three words, there's power in those words that they're going to carry on to them throughout their entire adulthood. There's things that you guys will have to accomplish in your life that your kids are watching you accomplish. They're watching you and I to see how we're handling stressful situations and how we're communicating and even what we're texting when you think they don't grab your phone. Yeah, they're probably grabbing your phone. And if you're not changing your password periodically on there, they're also reading your text messages. Let's just be honest about it. And so prayer can turn ordinary parents into prayer prophets who shape their destinies of their children, grandchildren, and generations after generations. You know, one of the songs that I've been holding on to in this season is the newest song by Carrie Job that she did at Elevation Church where it's talking about the blessing. Like God has so many promises and blessings for not just us, but our kids and their children and their children and generations to come. And so I want to encourage you to lift up Um, your heart of praise every single day. Go to God in prayer every single day over your kids. Um, um, One of the scriptures that I am standing on right now currently in my life is found in Luke 2, 52. And it just basically is a simple prayer that I have begun really daily, like I said, to pray over my kids is let them grow in wisdom and stature in the favor with God and with man every single day. And so these prayer times that we're having with the Lord, where we're praying the promises and not the problem, where we're speaking life instead of death and discouragement and failure over them and even over ourselves, like we are prophesying what we want our futures and their futures to look like. One thing I found in my own life is that the right words spoken at the right time can make an eternal difference in someone else's life. I believe that God is calling all of us to bring out some type of great quality, gift talent or ability in the side of others that they see greatness within themselves, regardless of how many times they feel like they are a failure at anything in their life. And those are things that are going to make a difference. Jimmy and my husband were having a conversation. It was kind of late at night. It was like 9.30, close to 10 at night. And I was telling him that I was reading this book and he kind of sat down and he was like, oh, you got your book out again. And I was like, yeah. And one of the things that we were talking about, I never really looked into this really. And I'd really love to do a whole separate podcast and straight talk on this. But it's found in Isaiah and it talks about offer up a a heart of gratitude and a heart of praise during times when you're feeling heavy. And I had never seen that before. Like I'd heard of that scripture. I think it's Isaiah 61 or 63 and about like a spirit of heaviness can come on us. And maybe you're out there listening and you're like, I have this heaviness upon me, like a heaviness about my finances, a heaviness about how am I going to be a good mom, a heaviness. And I kind of mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast And when we have that spirit of heaviness, it says that we are to lift up a voice of praise. Like we are to continue to lift up that voice of praise until the heaviness actually lifts. It says, offer up a heart of praise and thanksgiving. Well, how often do I offer up a heart of praise and thanksgiving? Is it just when things are working out? When I feel like I'm totally winning this mom life thing? or the finances are looking good, or whatever it is. Is that when I'm offering up praise? Is that when I'm giving encouragement towards others? When God says in His Word that we are to offer up a heart of praise and thanksgiving and everything we do until the heaviness leaves. You know, just as I don't always get it right in my parenthood, I was telling you, I am pretty quick about telling the kids I've missed it. You know, there are times that we see different things in our kids, (laughs) Um, qualities that we're kind of unsure about or we're questioning, like, am I doing this right or whatever that looks like. And one of the things that I have done is to speak words, um, like I said, and I don't always get this right. Sometimes I say really crazy things that I'm like, did I just say that? Um, to them. And I have to go back and correct it. But in first Corinthians fourteen thir- three, it says we need to speak words of comfort and encouragement to our kids. And when we catch them doing something wrong, and many of us will catch them doing something wrong pretty regularly, is we have to gently correct them, but rebuke them in a way. And for me, I lovingly remind them like that is not who you are. Like whatever my kids' names are, I'm teaching them the meaning of what their names are because that is the name that they're going to be called the rest of their life. And we live up to our names when people speak our names just in the natural. And so I remind them like that is not who you are. Like God has so much more for you as a young man that he wants you to be and walking in your future that you cannot act like that. That is not God's best. And that is not even you. God did not make you to act like that. And be like that. And a lot of times when I'm going to prayer with the Lord about situations or even my kids, really, um, it's easy for us to not just, as I mentioned, pray the problem instead of the promise, but we start praying like our agenda for God. And prayer was never designed to pray our agenda. Prayer was actually designed for us to discover God's agenda and the plans and the purposes that He has for us. And so, I want to encourage you that when you're doing this and you're taking time to have that time with prayer or have that time with God and pray in your journal and read your Bible and really commit yourself to praying over your kids, like begin to just take a few moments of silence to say, God, what would you have me pray over this child and this situation specifically? You know, one of the things I want my kids to learn is to figure out how to not only hear God speak and the Holy Spirit speak to their hearts. And in our home, we talk a lot about the subject of wisdom and following after the Holy Spirit. Even our youngest, who's going to be five, knows about this, how to hear the voice of God and what that sounds like and it looks like, to be aware of it. Um, And so we want them to find their voice. And the key to hearing the voice of God is is not just hearing our own voice but if they don't hear the voice of god then they're going to echo what our culture and the world and their friends are telling them how to live and who to be like and i want our kids especially you know me and ryan in the season that we're in in life as they are maturing and around things different things Um, I want them to be able to recognize the voice of God, but not to echo the world, but to echo who God says over them. If they listen to God, then people will listen to them and they'll become a voice in this generation that will be impactful to other people. I want my children to have a prophetic voice that starts with having a prophetic ear. And that's really for all of us. Like we all should want to hear God's wisdom and clarity On the direction that God has for our lives. But at the same time, like if I'm not willing to take time to slow down and really listen to hear what God is speaking to me, then my ear is turned off um, to Him. I can't expect my voice to go anywhere and do anything that God is calling me to do if I'm shutting Him out with my ears. So I want to encourage you that as you're getting ready to pray and you're getting ready to. Take time to do that with your kids. Like, ask God, look, like, what in this season do I need um, to be praying about specifically with my kids? And so, as we get ready to close out today's episode, like, I just want to take time to just, like I said, just encourage you, like, you can do this. Like, <laughs> seriously there's been so many mom-filled moments that i'm like oh my gosh like i literally told my kids the other day in the world did god give me three strong-willed little boys who are turning into these growth hormone men and i feel like some days i can't even catch a break and i was like lord (laughs) like clearly you knew how i was going to respond in situations and not always get it right but How am I going to do this? How am I going to navigate life as a woman speaking into their lives through different seasons and phases of life? And the Lord just keeps reminding me, I need you to be a praying parent. I need you to pray when you don't feel like praying, like when you... I really want you to go walk away and ask God to give you peace on how to respond to this situation because. And so there's different teachable moments that we can learn within ourselves, but also that we can, you know, strive to teach our kids as well. And I don't know about you guys, but I want my kids to experience the blessings of God. And the way that we receive the blessings of God is through our obedience to God. So if God's been dealing with you about to pray more in this season or pray more over your kids specifically, like it is our devotion to God that lays the foundation of our lives and the standard that we set in front of our kids for our kids to build on. Like when they see us reading or they see us praying or they see us worshiping when times are hard and they're unsure, that is the thing that is setting the foundation of who we truly are in our lives, but is who they're truly going to, I guess you could say, replicate for their own households with their own spouses and their own kids. So we have this opportunity of a legacy of influence. You know, it's that old Andy Stanley quote, what, what you... You could say, replicate for their own households with their own spouses and their own kids. So we have this opportunity of a legacy of influence. You know, it's that old Andy Stanley quote, what. What you do in life is not the most important thing you do in life is not what you do, but it's who you're raising. The men and the women, the boys and the girls that have an opportunity to know you, to sit at your feet and listen to you and watch you grow and learn and humbly admit your failures and your mistakes that you didn't get it right, but help them win and grow from your greatest opportunities that just turn into these things that you're like, wow, like they were that and they acted like that. But this is how God is beginning to work and move in their lives. You guys, there is power in a praying parent. So I wanna encourage you in this season, wherever you find yourself, you can do this. You're the mom that God's calling you to be. You're the dad that God's calling you to be. He's got great things in store for you. Slow down, laugh at the moments, get some fresh air outside. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. God knew that this was going to be happening in this season of your life. And I promise you, like, you're going to make it. If you hear that beeping noise (laughs) behind me, it is because, yes, one of my boys or the neighbor's boys has come in and left our refrigerator open. So, yeah, real life here. That's why it is straight talk with hope. There is no sugarcoating it. I hope you guys have a great day. Know that you are truly loved, that God sees you. He loves you. He's there for you. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts and follow us on social media. Thank you for listening to straight talk with hope. And we'll see you back here next time on the podcast.